bring me shelter. I will not harm you. Bring me shelter, please. Bring me shelter. I will not harm you. I would shelter you. People would do anything for their families. It could happen to anyone anytime. Somebody in France, somebody in England basically sat down with a ruler and just drew lines on that. There are many different ethnic and religious groups that have been divided across borders, and this has caused a significant amount of conflict. There are a lot of people who need safety. It is really cruel for a country like Australia to have policies that are focused only on pushing people away. What we're seeing is a number of people that remain in a state of limbo. And when non-sustainable land use combines with climate change, the crisis of refugees. I wasn't able to go and play with children. I had to go and really be an adult from a very young age. I think that's something that a lot of migrant children can relate to. Really, it was a dream for me to reunite with my family. I was just praying and hoping that that day will come one day. I think it's very important for people to understand that people have their own dreams as well and they're wanting to change the world with everybody else. Refugee Radio, 8.55 a.m. 3 Good morning and welcome to Refugee Radio. My name is Brendan Bonsack. 3CR broadcasts from the land of the Wurundjeri people, the Kulin Nation. Sovereignty was never ceded. This is stolen land. We pay our respects to elders past, present and emerging. On today's show, we play audio from a rally held in Melbourne on the 7th of December 2019, convened by Justice for Refugees and calling for the federal government to provide permanent protection visas, allow family reunions and fair processing of asylum claims, and to end all asylum-seeker detention, both onshore and offshore. Justice for Refugees was established in August of 2019. We are 30,000 people living in Australian community and representing. We are living in Australian community as asylum-seekers in Australia who have been rejected or refused protection under the unfair assessment process. Innocent refugees who are living in temporary visas called TPVs and SHEV, with no hopes for their future to be a permanent resident. That's hard to live like that, hopeless. People seeking asylum and bridging visas who have never heard their interviews. It's hard living in a country for more than seven years and have not been heard and nobody, it's, it feels like nobody cares about you. Refugees and people seeking asylum married to Australian citizens but with no pathway to apply for a first visa only because we came to Australia by birth. Children born in Australia with no right to citizenship all because they have been born from two asylum seeker parents. We came to Australia by birth between 2012 and 2013 while we were waiting to be called for protection claims to show the government we are genuine refugees, government significantly altered the refugees' status, determination for people who came to the country by boat. Dreams come to the end. The new law in 2014 are no longer in line with Australia's obligation under the Refugee Convention and legal safeguards has been all removed. 
Australian government has made their own interpretation of the convention into domestic law that discriminates against refugees and people seeking asylum who came to Australia by boat. They implemented a new law called Fast Track. This Fast Track has failed us since 2014. Our 30,000 innocent people has, came, has been suffering since you have implemented a non-human law. We have been away from our loved ones for more than seven years' lifelong time. People have lost their fathers, mothers, and some have lost their siblings even. Some have left their families as their daughter, son, husband, and wife only because they thought not to be, not to put them in danger on board. They never knew what is Australian government will do to make them separated from their loved ones. This government is just as brutal as our homeland governments. Australian government doesn't shoot us to death, but they are leaving us hopeless in a prison called Australia. But we are sure Australians, Australia has a good people who are always supporting us supporting refugees and people seeking asylum. Our people are suffering because of all the wrong decision-making this government does. But this time is fighting peacefully for our rights to receive our permanency in Australia. This government does not let us study and become educated to contribute to the society, and they call us helpless refugees. How are we helpless if we cannot receive a basic human right? This government has cut our SRSS payments, even for people with disability. Have you ever thought how these people are going to survive? While finding a job with our visa situation is hard as pulling a mountain for a fine person. This government is rejecting people like me and my family twice. They think our country is safe to live there. I'm telling you a good news. I mean a bad news. But over the past few weeks, in my country, government has killed over a thousand of people and they saying it's a peaceful protest. People are only fighting for their rights, but government is killing them to shut them down. They killed them to shut them down. Is this what Australian government calls safety? Same thing is happening to other Middle Eastern countries that we're hearing every day, but we cannot do anything about it. My parents have been working as a taxpayers for more than four years now. Due to our visa, we do not get any benefit from it. Why are they paying tax for? We shouldn't pay tax if we don't get any benefit from that. We sought humanitarian aid and escape from conflict, violence and persecution in our homelands. This government is making us stand up for our rights this time. Enough is enough. We have been living in this country for more than seven years' lifelong time. With the smallest opportunity we have been given, we try to make our best contribution to this country. Is this what we deserve? This is our country. For people like my brother and I, who were so young, who, when they left their homelands, Australia is our home, and we have no other home to go back to. We want to be permanent in Australia. 
before this Christmas, like every single Australian, every other person in Australia, we are also a human and we want to be with our family. We want family reunion, which is very important for every single family around the world. Instead of crying for missing it for our loved ones, we just want to see them. Can you imagine being away from your children and your parents for more than seven years? This is impossible. This should not happen to everyone, to anybody. Since we have established Justice for Refugee Victoria in August 2019, this organization has been built of refugees and people seeking asylum. We are only asking for our rights. We are working hardly to raise awareness about our situation, our issues, as we are the ones being forgotten. We have to fight for our rights and peacefully achieve our goals of permanency in Australia. We have to hold each other's hand only because we are strong like a mountain. We are just seeking safety and that was the reason we put ourselves in danger to save our lives. After seven years, the impact of being on the ocean for days is not gone. We still wake up with the fear that we are in detention again. You know how bad it is that feel for a child? Due to signing the code of behavior, we are scared to pass the traffic light and being sent to detention. This is not a crime. We are not criminals. We are just human beings. We can make a mistake. We can pass traffic lights. That's a normal thing that can happen to everybody, not only us. We are calling on this government to end discrimination and unfair treatment of people seeking asylum. We are just seeking safety to reinstate a fair and through assessment process for permanent protection visas for all those recognized as refugees and to allow family reunion. We all need to have the right to hug our families. Family reunion this coming Christmas is a need for refugees and people seeking asylum in Australia. We are from different countries, but we all are united to reach our goals. The united we are, the stronger we become. Thank you so much for being here today. Our next speaker is Mohammed, a speaker for Justice for Refugee Victoria. He's a year 11 student with temporary protection visa who has the dream to become a politician one day. But this cruel government make him achieve his dream harder, harder than everybody else. Please make him welcome. Thank you very much for everyone who has attended this. I truly, it truly matters to me and every single person standing right here. My name is Mohammed. I migrated to Australia in the hope of a better life. A life where me and my family can sit together safely and happily next to each other. A life that I can live without fear. A life that I could wake up in the morning and see all my family members next to me safely. This is a utopia that every single asylum seeker wishes for. The sole purpose of every single asylum seeker's dangerous journey to Australia is to escape the brutality of their lives in order to save their brothers, mothers, sisters, and their loved ones. However, these are just dreams. 
for me and my family. Just dreams that pass by every single day. Dreams that I questioned. Dreams that I and thousands of refugees and asylum seekers have been waiting to become a reality. But still no answer. I remember calling my sister back home once. When the phone kept ringing for a very long time. When a very young voice picked up the phone and said, Hello. Or in English means, hello. And I said, hi, this is your uncle Muhammad. How are you? At this moment, I realized it was my four-year-old niece. She very terrifyingly took the phone to her mother and said, a man, a man. She did not even recognize me because she has never seen me in her life. After this moment, I started to question myself. If my dangerous journey really manipulated my existence to my family and to my loved ones. But I will not stay quiet anymore. I am tired and exhausted of having to see mothers and fathers cry because they cannot see their children. I am tired of having to wish my sister a happy birthday over the internet. I am seriously sad that my own niece doesn't even know my name or who I am because she has never seen me. This is cool and inhumane. No parent or child should be treated and separately from each other. However, family separation has been happening to thousands of refugees just like me who have been in Australia from 2012 and 2013. Dear listeners, please look around you. Because I know for a fact that in the same crowd that you are standing on right now, there are mothers who have been separated from their daughters. There are fathers who have been separated from their sons. And there are young, innocent children who have been separated from their little parents for no reason. Are you accepted that? Do you accept that? What is the answer to this? When can they finally react with their family? However, ladies and gentlemen, we are not one. We are not two. We are 30,000 people and we have a voice. We migrated to the country in the hope of fulfilling a better life. A life where our children can be educated. A life where they can wake up in the morning and open the door without a fear. This is a life that these deserve. I am tired of waking up and going to school with the fear that I will never see my sister. There is no hope. Christmas is a time of happiness, a time of reunion, a time where families can come together. So let's make the wish of thousands of mothers, fathers and children to become a reality and allow them to finally reunite with their families. Allow them to, write the, allow them to realize that their existence truly matters. Dear listeners, I urge you, I truly urge you to call upon your local MPs and allow families to reunite this Christmas. This is their basic right. Thank you very much. Get your copy of 3CR's magnificent book. It's a stunning history of the people, programs and issues at this station since 1976. On sale now for the amazing price of just $20. Pick one up at the station or jump online and place your order. Radical Radio, celebrating 40 years of 3CR. On sale now for $20.
You are listening to Refugee Radio on 3CR. We're playing audio from a rally organised by Justice for Refugees in Melbourne on December the 7th, 2019. Our next speaker is Rokaya, Justice for Refugee Victoria speaker, yet a student with so many dreams to achieve, ex-designed in Papua New Guinea with the lack of medical service. Please make her welcome to talk about her experience in Australia. Hello everyone and good afternoon. First, I want to thank everyone here for coming to listen to us. Today we stand here to fight for our rights because we can't stay quiet anymore. Eight years is enough. My family was one of the families was, who was forced to go to Manus Island and the only Iraqi one. In Manus Island, the conditions were bad. There were no doors, no windows. The Medicare wa- medical We had to also take uh, malaria medication and it got even worse because there was no medical attention. People who ever got sick, they are done for because we're no good treatment and there were no good conditions. It's just like what happened to me. When I was only eight years old, I got really sick. I got a hole in my right eardrum that I continually had infections and bleeding. The doctor washed my ear and it got worse. I got even worse infections. They used to hold me down on a table just to put eardrops in my ear. I was sent to Adelaide with my mum to get a treatment, but I never got it. Because when I saw a specialist, he said that I had to wait and I had to get a surgery because I was too young. Then they, were, they took me to another doctor who was not a specialist, who said, this girl is fine, there's nothing wrong with her and that I can go back to Manus Island with my mum. My mum and I were threatened, saying, told us that we, if we don't go back to Manus Island, that would they separate me and my mum from my father and brother. And I was never able to get my treatment. So people who are in Manus and Nauru right now, who have a bad sickness, should be brought here, treated. If not, they'll be just like me. Until now, because I didn't get any treatment, there was bad conditions and bad medical treatments. I still suffer from infections every day. I still have to put eardrops in my ear. And I, like, to be honest, sometimes I think, because I have to close my ear when I take a shower. I'm like, when am I going to be able to take a shower like a normal person without closing my ear and getting an infection because water went in it? So... People should stand with us. They should bring people who are sick to treat them. Sorry. Not only that, people right now who are sick, who are suffering from different sicknesses like mental illnesses, depression, anxiety, just because of this government treating us like this, People who are taking, their Medicare is taken away from them, who are not able to go see a doctor to get treated, or their medications is expensive, and their, medi- and their settling is cut. What would they do? What would they see? Just because we got a refusal for our TPV application. TPV application is the temporary protection application. Right now, we even don't want temporary protection uh, visa. What we want is permanent 
visas. I just want to ask all of you, is it wrong just to ask for that? Now everyone is preparing for New Year. They are happy to celebrate it. But I don't see it as a new year, a new beginning, but a continuing torture. We were promised after being taken out of Menace Island that we were get permanent protection, but that was all lies. Got transferred to Darwin Detention Center, my family and about other five families. We were having dinner when we were called out one by one, taken into an office in which we were forced to sign paper saying that we just have entered Christmas Island and that we were not put in offshore detention center. And we were taken back to Christmas Island. That is such an inhumane thing to do. After all that, when we were released and put into community, we were not receiving permanent, permanent protection. We received bridging visa subclass 050. All of us been through the process of applying to, to a visa. Get interviewed and then see the wait until you get the result if you're accepted or not. After waiting for the, the decision, my family found out that our case was not accepted as refugees. We are people who are forced to leave their country, home countries, because it is not safe for us to live there. All of us here seek safe, a safe place to live and to settle down in one place and not move around. But we never find that place because we are always living in a limbo. We are always not sure what will happen next as the assessment process was unfair, as we didn't get the needed legal support. Now it's been 10 months and the struggles that my family went through and still going through, and I guarantee other families like mine are going through the same struggles my family went through. These struggles are having no money, parents unable to work because they have illnesses that prevent them from working, struggle with paying bills, rent, and going around to organizations to ask for help but get refused only because no one in the family works. Personally, I didn't like my parents going around to organizations asking for help and not getting it. As you all can tell, there are parents trying to give their children a good stable life. Shouldn't we all be treated fairly? Are we all humans? Are we all mothers, fathers, brothers and sisters, daughters and sons, that we are all the same? They say that Australia has human rights. I've never seen it. To be honest, animals got treated better than what, the way we got treated. I'm standing here today to make my voice get heard because I'm sick and tired of this life. I want my voice to reach you, to tell you not as stories, but things that people are living through right this moment. I came when I was eight, now I'm 16. They are the worst eight years of my life but that should be stopped now. So let's all together say, eight years is enough. Eight, eight, years, enough. eight years enough. Thank you so much for listening and coming here. Our last speaker will be Hassan, leader, organizer, and President of Justice for Refugee Victoria, who has been through all the way to support us achieve our goals. He has been through a lot to talk about our issues and getting our messages across Australia. Please make Hassan welcome. Good afternoon, everyone. 
My name is Hassan, one of the main organizers of Justice for Refugee Victoria. On behalf of my wonderful team, I would like to say thank you to everyone who put often to show support us today. Thank you to all the organizations to help us to make this event a success. Thank you to our all powerful speakers. Thank you, brother. Thank you to everyone who believes the right needs for the refugee in Australia. Justice for Refugee Victoria, as a community group run by us, refugees whose belief no one can express our pain and feeling more than us. Refugees who have courageously sharing their stories, hoping that one day, with your help, their suffering is going to come in. Would you promise to keep fighting with us? Yeah. Would you promise to keep fighting with us? Yeah. Would you promise that you stand with us? You've been listening to Refugee Radio on 3CR. We've been playing audio from a rally organised by Justice for Refugees in Melbourne on December the 7th, 2019. Please tune in every Sunday from 10am or download our podcasts from 3cr.org.au forward slash Refugee Radio Show. Stay tuned for Latin American Update. And to take us out, this is Mystic Trio with Give Freedom a Go. Papua Merdeka Power to the people of West Papua Sometimes it's time